This is an OSV Podcast Network production. To learn more, visit osvpodcasts.com. There are parts of you that just might be locked up, whether that's physical or mental or even spiritual. But friends, the cell door is open and you're free to go. But do you know what is keeping you trapped in your prison cell? This is OSV Talks, a show where we explore topics from prominent Catholic leaders to spark discussion, explore new or re-explore old approaches, and inspire creative thinking all from the heart of the church. My name is Doug Tuke, and I will be your host. I'm here with Melissa Foley, international speaker, retreat leader, prayer healing minister for the passion of leading women to the transformative and healing power of God's love, host and speaker for women's and healing virtual Catholic conferences. Melissa, it is so great to have you. I'm so excited to be here too, to spend time with your listeners. Having done OSV Talks for a while, my favorite part is meeting new people. Uh-huh. And then and then where you're just like, what a delightful experience. <laughs> and they're not all delightful experiences. So you're a delightful oh, experience. Uh, which... I'm going to take that to heart. Thank Absolutely. You. <laughs> I love it. You come to this space with such a unique uh, mm. life and skill set. And uh, I think um, I've had others ask like, so what does Melissa do? And I'm like, she's she's a prayer healer. This is what this is what you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't understand what that was until sitting with you and rehearsing your talk. And and it blows my mind how beautiful and honest and inviting that is. Can you mm-hmm. tell me kind of what brought you to that space? And I don't care if it's a long story. OK, I want to hear it. I want to hear like what how did you become someone so invested in praying with others and mm. listening and inviting the Lord to bring healing mm-hmm. to them. Uh, the short story is that someone did it for me. Oh, I love that. And um, I grew up it, when in a very difficult situation. My parents were divorced by the time I was five. My father was an alcoholic. My mother had um, mental illness from the time uh, I was very young also. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, that's a yeah, lot. it's a lot. I didn't realize until I was in my early 20s that I wasn't really living life like other people. Yeah. Um, in some ways, I was living life just like other people, right? But, <laughs> we but maybe <laughs> not in a healthy way. How about I say that? Yeah. But, you know, like not really in a healthy way. I didn't feel free. Sure. I felt... Um, I always felt like I was trying to keep a lid on my emotions or like there was a a closet um, that stored all of my emotions. And then if I opened that up, I would never shut it. Mm. That was always in the back of my mind. So I made myself very busy, made myself like a type A overachiever um, leader mm-hmm. and just kept moving until my dad died. Um about 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more than that. And when he died, all the wheels came off completely of my life. Yeah, I had um, a couple who was a prayer. They were also prayer ministers who came to my house every week for five years and they took care of me. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And so talk about authentic witnessing. Good grief. Oh, no. I mean, I'm not a healing minister because I read it in a book. Right. Well, although I did, (laughs) I have been trained. (laughs) Because you're constantly learning. (laughs) Yes, I have been trained. I've been trained in five different methodologies. But really, my my actual original deep 
training is because I have been healed. Mm -hmm. And that's where um, all of my uh, mission flows from. Yeah. So you probably had this conversation a thousand times, but I'm super excited about it. Um, In youth ministry, which was my background Mm -hmm. uh, a life ago, um, you would be, if you were training a youth minister and working with them about um, navigating emotional damage and scarring and, and woundedness and brokenness in a teen um, there's a lot of, uh, red flags. There's a lot of danger points where you're like, Hey, you're, you're not a therapist. You're right. not a psychologist, a, a, a psychiatric healer. And you have to almost kind of draw these parameters for some youth ministers. Cause some young youth ministers think they are, and then they get themselves into trouble. Do you navigate that water? Do you identify where, uh, this person needs therapy. Like there's prayer and there's therapy. How do you differentiate that? Like, how do you track? Is this a pretty hot topic? Is it like, no, a th- it's an excellent topic. Okay. Cause no. this, this to me, if I was listening to this show, I would immediately think, Oh, does she think she's a therapist? <laughs> and I already know you. So I'm yeah. like, I'm like, no, 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 there's, there's two different things. Yeah. going on. Can yeah. you walk us through that just a little bit? Yeah, I, actually, it's a really great, great question. Initially, when I meet with someone, uh, really, uh, it's a moment of triage, honestly. It's very Pope Francis of you. Um, <laughs> right. Well I'm a field hospital <laughs> in and of myself. No, uh, mm. no, I do. We we do have to go through a process of I do me and Jesus <laughs> through triaging. What what does the soul actually need? Yeah, uh, that's, that's the very first question that I'm asking myself. I might not be who um, the person needs at yeah. the moment. Um, so I have in my um, in my re- relationships, people who I refer to, Mm -hmm. whether that's therapists, exorcists, spiritual directors, um, pastors, Mm -hmm. priests, right? Because healing comes usually in um, a constellation, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a one-stop shop and, you you know, you're not going to get healed. You know what? When I was, when I started the very first time sitting down, uh, thinking about the virtual healing conference, I sat down and I was like, okay, who are the people who helped me on my healing journey? Mm-hmm. You know, I had 60 speakers that year. 60 people Holy moly. who really either whether it was a book I read, yeah, it was yeah, a priest yeah. I saw, it was a healing mass I went to, it right? It just w- created this picture for me when I realized there's a lot of people God calls to heal a soul. Yeah. It's not just one person. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, how do I differentiate it? It's actually listening very carefully of course. to what their needs are. Um, maybe what they need is confession. Yeah. Um, actually, that's probably one of you the and first talk, stops. We've talked about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah it, we did. It, yeah, it's like, ah, you just need to go to the You confession. just need a good <laughs> like, confession and you're going to feel a lot better, you know. It's um, good. I've had, I've had many times when a person has, I've met with a person and it was immediately obvious they needed an exorcist. Wow. And so... Right. I'm not uh, I'm not the person right. for that. That's and not, you know that. Right. Which is yeah, also absolutely. really important. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh. <laughs> I was happy to. Yeah. You know what? I'm not your gap. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a big deal. It's just such a um, it's a volatile field. It's it's uh, I know there's not a one. I know there's not one answer, mm-hmm, you know, like it's mm-hmm. not like, OK, so I come to you and I want to pray with you. And how does it work? It's it's what you're describing. It's this beautiful interaction of listening, which is very bibliocentric too. It's very much how did the disciples do this? They just listened, and listened and listened and walked through. And the healing comes from Christ. That's the bottom line. Healing oh, comes totally. from Christ, hundred oh, yeah. <laughs> percent. 
So getting out of your own way, that's very different than mental healing in a therapeutic situation. Mm -hmm. Prayerful healing is is its own profound thing. Who are your who are your biggest mentors? What are some people that really rocked your world and opened your eyes to maybe a different way of thinking or a different way of praying that that can inspire others that listen to this show? I mean, if I'm really being honest with you, uh, Jesus is my number of course. one. <laughs> you know, he has taught me so much about how he loves, about how he sees people. Um and who he is and the father too, right? Sure, I, I don't know. I experienced father, son, Holy spirit very separately and also Trinitarian in a tr- Trinitarian way. But each one of them, our lady also has a very beautiful role in healing for of people course. too. Yeah. When it comes to just regular human beings, uh, Dr. Bob Schutz has been, Bob um, Schutz, he and okay. I, um, have known each other for a while. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first trainings. He was one of my first trainers, when it, when it comes to inner healing ministry. Um, I've done some training with Unbound mm-hmm. uh, also, and I like Neil. I, Neil Lozano, who wrote Unbound. Okay. He's also um, a, a good influence. There's just, <laughs> it's a spectrum, right? There's different types of mm-hmm. healing. And mm-hmm. so anyway, each of those um, men fall on a different spectrum. Of course. But yeah, I would say those those two men. Yeah. Do you do a lot of training as yourself of other uh, healers and, and prayer? You know, I am very prudent about this. Um, I think because I've seen this go wrong. Yes. So I do train people, uh, but it's it is if they've got they've spent years with me in their own healing, because honestly, your own healing is really the training. Um when that when you've gone through that, I will give you principles and mm-hmm. processes and definitions mm-hmm. afterward. And then they're like, oh, that's what we were doing, you mm-hmm. know, but it's it's much better. The training is if the person goes through it themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Well, your, your own experiences are born out of your experiences. Mm-hmm. So like you want that for other people, which is great. And not too. everyone who goes to, through inner healing um, becomes a is also called to it, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you something that's really fascinating about inner healing is that or when you heal, there's more space in you for the Holy Spirit to move in you. I love that. And so your mission becomes super clear. Oh, say more about that. Say more about that. What does that mean? Um, you know, it takes a lot of energy for us to move around in our day when we're hurting. Yeah. It takes a lot of energy to either keep a lid on your stuff to or in our relationships and things like that. But when we are healed and more ordered in ourselves, uh-huh. when the healing has happened, you are more integrated and more whole. And the more whole you are, the more you have to give. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's good theology. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right? 100%. So yeah, 100%. You have more to give. And when when you have more to give, it's just this unfolding and a blooming of actually the what God made you for. Yeah. It's yeah. the idea of repentance is this notion that when we empty ourselves, we can be filled by something else. Mm-hmm. And that that's where the, the flow comes from. I saw this wonderful um, teaching in youth ministry, which was this very elegant um, author had a the cup of water and a pitcher and uh, she stood in front of an audience in a very nice business suit and was like, here's what we do in ministry. And she fills the cup of water and she just throws it on the stage. 
And everybody's like, what's what? going on? <laughs> and, uh, and everyone laughs. And she goes, we fill up and then we empty ourselves. And she goes, your ministry is actually supposed to be this. And she just pours water into the cup until it goes all over her and starts going down her skirt. And she goes, it's supposed to overflow. <laughs> and then she just went and talked about it. And yeah. it seems to me yeah. that if someone is in prayerful healing and that's a thing that they want to offer in their own life and mission, if it's not an overflow from their experience, if they're operating out of deficit to try to bring that's broken. Yeah. Do you see that? Do you see that kind of in that Unfortun- world? Unfortunately, I do. Um, I think that, you know, I hate to say this, but there, there's a reality that there are places to get training and then you get training and then you're off and running, yeah. but it really isn't necessarily helping the minister themselves, yeah. their own soul and yeah. freeing themselves. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is actually the one that does all the healing and he flows through you. Yeah. I hear him, I see him, and he's the one that's telling me yeah. how we're doing this. Yes. Like we I'm a spectator to actually his miracles. So if if I am not in a place of um my own level of healing, it it's actually it's, it's actually deficit, harmful right? yeah, in some cases. That's the right word. Yeah. You, you and you might be causing harm. Like someone Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, you see it in spiritual direction. Mm-hmm. You definitely see it in youth ministry. Mm-hmm. I, I can only speak to that world because I know it. But I'll bet it's very prevalent in this space because if I'm operating in spiritual deficit, I'm not a spectator. I'm grabbing a hold mm-hmm. of whatever the spirit is doing. And that can be, oh man. It's hard. I mean, I, I understand why. If somebody has if someone, this happens to me often where someone will have a really beautiful experience, one beautiful experience, and yeah. then they're, they're like, I want to do this forever. Yeah. And you're like, uh, you know, I think we need time. Yeah. It just takes time. Um, so there's an eagerness, which is very beautiful for people to desire other people to have a great experience. Yeah. But this is pretty delicate. It's a very delicate when you're working with someone's someone's soul. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really delicate because you, you, part of our mission is to keep the soul safe Yeah. so that when they're encountering our Lord, you know, we can hear what's the enemy. What does the enemy sound like? What does God sound like? Does it check with scripture? Does it check with church teaching? Yeah. You know, there's a lot that's happening on our end. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, it's very much necessary that that person is pretty solid. No, person, I can't. I, couldn't, I would. I think that's true across the board for all ministry. Mm-hmm. I, I know and specifically in the ecclesial ministry, that's definitely true. And we falter there a lot. Mm-hmm. We bring our own brokenness. To and work. I'm not trying to say by any means that I'm fully healed or anything like that. Like this is a whole journey of a lifetime. Of course. But you know what? Look, this is how I see healing. It is it is an opportunity f- for you to see how our Lord has accompanied you. Yeah. Your whole life. Yeah. So it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And yeah. I'm so glad that we don't, I'm not like, well, I'm healed. Check that box. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? No, because it's all about, it's all about the relationship. Like so many times people want to come to me and they'll say, um, I want healed of this right now, you know? And I'm like, well, Ooh, that's tough. Demanding you know? of the spirit. That's a tough place to be. Yeah. And I'm wow. like, I, you know what? I understand that. And God does that sometimes, yeah. sometimes. There are absolute miracles that yeah. he does. Yeah. But most of the time, what he does is he says, I want to show you how I've been loving you. Yes. 
And it's, it's just a gonna, revealing. It's nature. a revealing. Yeah. It's a relationship. I want to show you. It's good. I want to walk with you. That's miracles are great. Yeah. Right. Of course they are. But, but that that level of love and depth of relationship, um, you really don't want to miss. Yeah. That's ooh. Yeah. What was the highlight of your year so far? What anything popping for you this past? You know, from here back to this time last year, is anything popping for you? That's like, oh, this is just this was amazing. Like that? Uh, to be honest with you, I really think this process with OSV has been really amazing. Oh, you heard it here, folks, especially uh, this guy, Doug. <laughs> no, I'm I'm really being serious because what? what why is it amazing for you specifically? Because that, that does get me excited. Yeah, because cool. what it has done for me personally, it's given me a lot of space to reflect. Um, it's given me um, the the time that I needed to spend to say, is my voice, is my experience worth being heard? Right. What a great way to say that. Is it, wow. you know, it's a question we all have. Every one of these speakers yeah. has the same question. Yeah. Am I, am I worthy of being heard? Mm. Is this something that does anybody going to care? <laughs> like, yeah. does anybody, is anybody out there kind of thing? And so when we put ourselves on the line like that, there's a lot of questions. There's lot a lot of, of self right? Yeah. 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 Oh, I like that. Okay. And so for me, you know, I mean, I'm all about like diving deep and the vulnerability. And yes, I want our Lord to answer the question for me. Yeah, Lord, it is this is this a table you want me at right uh-huh. now? Uh-huh. You know, and That's he was consistently said yes yeah. every time we met. Yes, keep going. Yes, yeah. keep going. It's a great question, though. I you like know? that a lot. Where can we find out more about you? Or do you even want us to? <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. You know? <laughs> yeah, tell us um, more about where we can find you. Um, I'm at resurrectedlife.com um, and um, lots of resources there. I'm hoping to do more, almost like uh, this sounds strange, but like DIY kind of like. Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah. that's a misnomer. You don't really do anything in healing. God does everything. We show up, but so it's like DIJ, like do it yourself, <laughs> Jesus, or something. I don't know. But um, mo- at first, before the pandemic, I was seeing people absolutely in person all the time. Sure. When the pandemic hit and we did the healing retreat, the healing uh, virtual healing conference, I started to realize technology is not an obstacle for mm. our Lord whatsoever. That's, that's awesome. That I can start doing um, virtual retreats and things like that. Um, and and he can work in it. Totally. So I'm just doing more and more of those things. That's great. Which yeah. makes you more accessible to more mm-hmm, people across mm-hmm. the country. Yeah. I mean, I love in-person relationship. I love that we're recording this in person and that mm-hmm. we're not having to do it digitally. All those things are a huge plus, but I could not agree with you more. Use the tools that you've been given. Mm-hmm. That's that's Christocentric thinking. That's mm-hmm. really, that's throughout all of time. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, use the tools you've been given. Mm-hmm. I love that. You have been um, such a delight. Thank you. Um, I I loved every every rehearsal. I loved it because it was like, well, first of all, you were extremely prepared. But at the same time, I loved hearing the way you tell story. And I loved that it was all so real and accessible. Mm. And um, and I know that as that talk gets filmed and gets shared, people are going to be like, Christ is real. Yes. Healing is real. Yes. Healing is accessible. Mm-hmm. Like if it's that's the walk away, I what a gift that you gave mm-hmm. to believers. I also think that in the Catholic world, it's not talked about nearly enough. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, we're afraid of that language a lot of times. Four rows yeah. back, three seats in. Yeah, that's Just right. doesn't dive into, right. could I be prayerfully healed? And you make it accessible. Mm-hmm. And that's, thank you. That's, that's a, a gift. Yeah, thank that's you. A gift. I yeah. really, I really appreciate that. It really is, you mentioned Pope Francis, it really is one of my goals that, 
people think of the church and they think of Jesus when they when they think of healing. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people do not think of absolutely our Lord or the church. Especially mass going Catholics. Like that's just not we sometimes can wrap our minds around the idea of Eucharist as being a healing thing. But a lot of times we don't. Mm -hmm. But when you think about the spoken word, the invitation, the Trinitarian moment that you alluded to earlier. That's a place where the Lord is working. Oh, absolutely. We just don't. We don't. Yeah. And I, we just don't. Right. Or, or really not, we're, we're not really talking about how to engage our Lord that way right. because he actually is very interested in our engagement That's with right. him. That's right. So if we're sitting there passively, uh, hoping that like, you know, grace is like, I don't know, penetrate our skin somehow. I'm not really yeah. sure. Yeah. Really, it is about engaging with our Lord and yeah. starting to talk to him, Absolutely. ask him questions and yeah. ask him for what you That's great advice. deeply desire. That's great advice for somebody who is experiencing some brokenness is to initiate the invitation to spiritual healing, whatever that beginning is. The Lord, you give the Lord an inch, he's going to take a mile. Oh. I mean, you see, get out of the way. You know? The thing is, that's one, of the, that's one of the things that you'd be so surprised with our Lord is how two things that really surprise me. One is how happy and excited he gets when we're having fun right he loves love that, that. Love he that. actually loves it when we have fun and um and he waits he waits for us to ask him to come into yeah. our problems i love that mm-hmm. uh, melissa thank you thanks for coming thank on the show you. God bless I, thanks you. for giving the gift of your talk and we just can't wait to share it with the world there's so much to offer god bless you and all you do thank you for listening we hope you've enjoyed this episode OSV brings you these talks from prominent Catholic leaders to get the church talking. You can enjoy all OSV talks at osvtalks.com. Please rate and review our show wherever you like to listen. Until next time, God bless.